0: workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com get all the info and register
1: online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY hi my name is jonathan and i'm the founder of the gateway to freedom workshop i want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up march 9th through the 11th in texas in the peaceful rolling hill country so call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY that's 1-800-497-8748 Or visit GatewayMen.com. Welcome to Pure Sex Radio with your hosts, Jonathan and Stephen. This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Visit us online at PureSexRadio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen. On Pure Sex Radio. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you with us. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with my friend Stephen Cervantes. How are you today? I am well,
0: thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, it's a good day to be alive. Beautiful and, day. Uh, yeah, we're this is uh we're recording this uh, really kind of um, at the end of. February, and we don't want to, we're here in San Antonio, Texas, and we would hate to tell all of our friends in the north what kind of weather we're having today. It's it's like, you know, 70, 75 degrees, Beautiful sunny. sunshine. sunshiny. Uh, so this is the time of year I love living in San Antonio, Texas, but... Don't worry, all of those of you who are up north, you'll get to return the favor when it's August. That's right. And, That's <laughs> and it's it. 105 here, and we're melting. That's it. So we're glad you're with us. And uh, Stephen, I'm excited about what you put in front of me here, um, and what we're going to talk about this time around in terms of just you know what to do, what to do in the middle of the battle.
0: We're all going to be caught up sooner or later, surprised, attacked. Um, as part of this battle we're sexual beings we can't not be sexual beings and we live in a over-sexualized culture and so what are you going to do when the temptation is on what are you going to say how are you going to act and so I uh, just put together a list of ideas what are some things and you could add to the list and uh, make your own list uh, it'd be great to have a list if you're a guy that really struggles to pull out your list and get on your list in the middle of the battle. Yeah. Because the tendency is to, to surge and then to lose control.
1: You know, I had, uh, I have to tell a story on uh, there are a couple guys in the, in the group that I am part of every week. And, and uh, one of the guys had come and said, you know, man, I just, it seems like, wouldn't it be great to have something like literally in your back pocket whenever the temptation strikes. And so he started coming up with these ideas or whatever and he had shared this with the group of saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm, I think I'm going to try to think of some things." Well, he'd been at, he would he'd kind of missed the group for a while for for various reasons and um and this other guy in the group one one week when we're doing kind of our check-in time, we go into smaller groups. Well, I happened to be in his check-in group and he he says, "Well, I hope so and so isn't upset, but I actually brought these." And he he pulled out these little just little slips of paper that had like six things on there, like, "Hey man, these, just put this in your back pocket." And it was just things like, you know, to avoid the second look, don't take the first look, and you know, just things like that. Uh, there were there were things you could pull out either whether it's in the moment or just pull out throughout the day to go. This is my battle plan. This is kind of what well, I'm just do, the know.
0: very act of pulling out something for your pocket is an exercise in control. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's right? a discipline. Of, yeah, yeah, it's a discipline. That's excellent. And to have to read and focus on those words is the shift out of where you are. Mm -hmm. So we should add that to the list, right? Yeah, I thought it was great. Carry something in your pocket.
1: And and the little sidebar to that is um, I think they modeled an excellent practice to employ in a group setting. Share your ideas. Be willing mm-hmm. to explore that. Don't think that whoever is the quote unquote leader of the group is the only one that can bring ideas and bring insights. Yes. And so I thought they did a great job of modeling that what a true group and team is really about.
0: So, number one, breathe. Mm. Breathe. Focus on your breathing. Think about breathing. Just breathe. You know, it's so simple. But it, it gives you a focus about concentrate on your breathing. Pay attention to your breathing right now. Is it going fast or slow? Focus on something other than the temptation. And get in touch with your body because are you racing? Are you surging? Are you panicking? Are you flooding with fear? Breathe through this first second and the next second. Breathe for three or four seconds, right? Create some space. What do you think?
1: Well, I'm focusing on my breathing over here. (laughs) That's good. Actually, it's funny because as you were telling me that, I was like, okay, listen, I'm going to exercise this right now. Steven is saying, focus on your breathing. So I started focusing on my breathing. What I found interesting is it really did cause everything else to kind of fall away. It's Mm. like you get a singular focus on something that seems so simple, right? I mean, we don't think about our breathing, right? Right. So to then force your mind to think about your breathing it really pushes everything else out, and so it's kind of a good mental exercise. But I also found myself just kind of relaxed in my body. Mm. Just it's a simple thing. I mean, you have to breathe to stay alive, right? Yes. So, <laughs> I think it's a great. I, when I saw this on the page, breathe, breathe, breathe. I thought, well, that's kind of stating the obvious, isn't it? I mean, to stay alive, you've got to breathe.
0: Yes. You're not going to make it if you don't. Right. That's right. But to just
1: also then intentionally focus on it, it really does push out all other thoughts.
0: And a very simple thing that you just repeat, mm-hmm. right? Just do one thing and repeat one thing, right? And that'd be great if you had a Bible verse. You could just repeat yeah. your yeah. Bible verse, right? You could breathe into your Bible verse. So number one, just breathe and hold a moment. Number two, we have to realize when our core emotional... You know, fear, temptation, anxiousness is firing. I mean, our whole body gets caught up. We get tense, right? And we have to bring on our resource brain to ask, do I want to throw a fit right now or do I want to hold the course? You know what you're doing. You were doing really good five minutes ago. But right now you can throw a big emotional fit, a sexual fit, or you can hold the course. Mm -hmm. So... You got to you got to recognize what's happening in your body because there's a surge of pleasure and delight and fun, and sometimes we don't manage ourselves very well.
1: You know, Stephen. One of the things I've always loved about you and appreciated about you is your your ability to take really quite complicated things that are going on in a person's system, but then simplify the solutions. Because, what I mean, how complicated and complex can a core fear be? Mm. I mean, because think about all the things it can be attached to in terms of history and circumstances right. and pain and wounds and all these kind of stuff. But what you're saying here is providing a simple, not simplistic, but a simple solution for that that is saying, what's the choice that you have when that's firing off? Because I know mm. that for me, you know, listen, when my core fear fires off, I'm such a kind of a solution and action-driven person Mm -hmm. that I want to kind of take the bull by the horns and let's, you know, push through and we're going to make something happen, you know. And what I've had to learn is this simple idea of holding, taking a three-second pause, just doing something that shifts the immediacy of wanting to jump into the solution orientation Oh,
0: that's good. Yes, slow me, that down. What it
1: does is it helps me recognize what's happening in the present, instead of jumping into the future and jumping to what's. Mm-hmm. And so I think, again, I just appreciate the fact that it's a simple solution, but it can have a huge impact in the moment. And I really need to
0: back this up as I'm reading this. When when I wrote this down a while back, you know, what is a core fear? I don't feel loved. Mm. I don't feel valued. I'm exhausted nobody's taking care of me. So a fantasy will show up and say, well, I'll take care of you, right? right? But we don't want to throw a fit and do stupid things. We want to know I'm really in a low spot right now and I don't feel very loved and I'm afraid I'm not going to be loved well because all my life I wanted to be loved well. I've never felt loved very well, right? That's why I say that core stuff going on.
1: And and also one of the things that has helped me in this is I've I've seen things from a completely different perspective um, as a father mm-hmm. than when I was not a dad, and what I mean by that is I, I sometimes I will frame up the the core fears that I might be feeling or that might be firing off, and ask myself how would I respond to my children if they came to me with their core fears firing off?
0: Oh yes. And so it, it, it keeps good. me
1: from thinking in terms of shame or mm. control or those kind of things. Cause I'm thinking if my kids come to me and they go, daddy, daddy, I'm afraid. Right. Do I go figure it out? Go get, you know, do your own thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, I embrace them and I pull them in. And so I think about that with my heavenly father. I think about that with the safe people in my life is mm, it's okay good. to bring your fear out and not, not let it overwhelm you it's
0: healthy to bring your fear out yeah we have to face our fears we have to label our fears we have to know our fears right Mm -hmm. and we operate much better when we do that than we go oh i'm afraid run because this whole idea that that we're exhausted people and we're giving ourselves to our job and to our family and we're sacrificing and sometimes we just want comfort right you just pour yourself out. I me, and the church will zap you. Do this, do that. Go, 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 right? Give, stand up, and do all these things. You, And then go home, and the yard is calling. The house is calling. Your kids, every, your wife, and the car needs, and the garage needs, and, and you're just pouring out. Where do you get your comfort, mm-hmm. right? So we have to really make sure we're doing healthy comfort and intimacy and connectedness so we don't do pseudo Connecting. Would it
1: be would it be safe to also say that that another way to say that maybe it's not saying the same thing, but another way to say that is that our system needs rest.
0: Yes, absolutely. And they, yes. they
1: might not be exactly the same thing. No, comfort and rest, but they they go together. No,
0: but we want rest well, be at peace with ourselves, I and mean, we want to be loved well. We want those two things, right? Right, because we. We fight hard. We want to rest well and not just sit by ourselves. We want somebody to wrap themselves around us and say, man, you're great. We want to be loved well. So I think sometimes if you just say, you know what, I'm being triggered right now. I'm being triggered right now. You know, because I'm in a weak place uh, arousal is high beauty's in my face my sexual system would jump up and solve it with some sexual solution man I'm just being triggered right now
1: and you know I think this is helpful for those of us out here who are uh, who are control oriented meaning like again when things happen in life we feel this sense of needing to take control mm-hmm. this idea it it allows for weakness it allows for vulnerability it it it's calling out the truth mm-hmm. because you know as soon as i read that you know say i'm being triggered my immediate response kind of in my gut is i don't want to say that i want to i want to get i want to get past that i want to be able to you know, conquer that temptation. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Good. And so the yes. idea is just to be able to state that. For for anybody out there who has that sense of I've got to be in control. I've got to make the right decisions. I gotta I've got to be powerful. This is a great way to embrace humility and go the the at the end of the day I'm I'm flesh. I'm weak. I'm mm-hmm. dust. And so the to be able to acknowledge that I'm being triggered is to is to actually identify with my human brothers and sisters that we're all in this same condition of weakness Mm -hmm. and frailty and need. And to just be able to call out a trigger is a simple way of acknowledging that. And, you know, what? I'm going to play
0: with this idea that early on, trust is broken in us. And when trust is broken, what that means is, Who we were was not enough. Who we were is not okay. Because you try to do something, you made a mistake, you got punished. Mm. Right? Whoever you were, whatever you're doing was not enough. So when your trust is broken early, you don't want to ever be vulnerable again. And so most of us are afraid to be vulnerable. But it's just what you said. How are we going to be healthy and whole? If we can't realize that we have weaknesses and we're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. If we have to be strong all the time, we have to look strong, talk strong, be around strong people, always strong, strong, strong. Well, there's a weakness in that. And if we don't own it. Well, you
1: know, what's interesting is that unwillingness to do that actually plays into the one we just mentioned about our system needing comfort. How can you receive comfort if you're the one that's always got to be in control and you've got to charge for it and you, yeah. you're closing yourself off to people being able to embrace you that's and being true. able to comfort you. You
0: act like you don't need it, right? You're right. the fixer. you got a solution. You can take care of this. But who takes care of you, yeah. right? The problem is if we don't take care of ourselves in healthy ways, we're going to go drink too much alcohol, mm-hmm. right? And the reason I Eat know— Eat too much bad food,
1: and the reason I know a lot about these two is because uh, I, I I live here. <laughs> I can see my I can see my wife right now listening to this podcast cuz she listened to the podcast and I can see her nodding her head. I mean she's not even here but I can see her nodding and her head. What is going, she nodding to? That idea that you know, hey, listen, I I strong, I, I can do strong control. And so therefore sometimes it means I'm not as open. To receiving comfort, because I want to be the one that's out front and charging forward yeah. and conquering the mountain. But if we don't
0: things. own that and oh, know yeah. that and take, then we're going to go get pseudo care. Well, there's and a reason. Fantasy care. There
1: is absolutely a reason why God brought me the wife. He did, is because she does, um, she does comfort well. Like her, her system is built for wanting to embrace and wanting to oh, care right. and all that. So hey, God knew I needed a woman that was very strong in that area to kind of balance my my weakness in, in this area.
0: So it's really important to pay attention to your deep needs. Mm-hmm. Because if you know what your needs are, then you could sort of get them taken care of in a healthy way. So I want to be loved. And not only that, I want to be enjoyed. And my wife says to me, hey, boyfriend. And it's like, ooh, that's sort of edgy. (laughs) We're married now, but you're still calling me your boyfriend. You're like enjoying me. Yeah. To keep it fresh and playful, you know. Yeah, um, that speaks deeply to my core. I want to be loved and enjoyed and embraced and pursued, right? And spoken over well, right? That helps us reduce the need to go get goofy, cheap solutions.
1: Yeah. I would say that, you know, as you're saying that, I'm, I was sitting over here thinking, okay, what, what were my you know deep emotional needs be and i think what all typically rises to the top for me is this idea of desiring to be respected um and not in some kind of you know lorded over people kind of way but just the idea of a respectable man and the reason i think i have that um deep desire is is in some ways because i have i spent so much of my life being not someone that's respectable. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I also think there's a deep need for affirmation. And I see that in a lot of the men that we deal with. This deep need, because, you know, think about the wounds that men carry when they come to us and how many of them, man, it goes back to father wounds and mother wounds and this idea that they were not affirmed in the sense of your existence is enough for me. Not you're only affirmed if you score the touchdown or if you get the right. A or you get. So I think there's I think there's a, I, mean, I, I believe this is probably a core need in every human being, but I think especially in the men that we deal with that come to our ministry, um, that idea of f- affirmation that that man I'm proud of you and you're yes. good and I just I, I'm I'm excited so, about you.
0: I I like what you said when you said I'm a doer because respect goes with doers and accomplished right that's all insane and then you took it deeper I really want to be affirmed so that on one level I think respect that's right well isn't he a respectable man can he do and accomplish isn't he strong right that fits all that behavioral stuff but what's the deeper need to be affirmed at a deep level, because look if all you're doing and they go, "Oh, good job, go do more, okay, good right. job, go do more," that's not satisfying, yeah, even when they say, "Oh, you did a good job, we respect you, go do more go that doesn't it doesn't really fill that deep right. place,
1: but when you know that all the wheels could come off and everything be over tomorrow in the sense of Everything that comes crashing down in terms of the doing. Yes. To know that there's people around me that go, Man, I'm on your team. Yeah. I'm for you. Even I if you didn't you, do anything good right, today. exactly. You didn't do yeah.
0: anything, we still like you, you know? Yeah. That's the affirmation. That's right. the deeper, right? Now we're talking about when you're tempted, but I'm about to change the topic. And since it's our program, we can do whatever we want, right? Because <laughs> I had this other thought. Well, that- I'm actually
1: going to. I was actually going to say we need a little mid uh, podcast production conversation here because I think this is a two parter. Oh, you, you know? think so? so.
0: Okay, <laughs> so this thought has occurred to me, and I haven't said it much, but I want to say it right now because I want to get your thought on this idea. You know, I don't want to just be enjoyed as a man. I want my sexuality to be enjoyed. Mm. I want to be sexual, and I want it to be okay, and I want my wife to enjoy my sexuality and affirm me at the sexual level too. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that statement?
1: Amen. I mean, I actually think... You know, I think there's some things that we, we struggle to simply state, mm. especially in the church. Mm. What you just said right there, you know, I think could could very easily and should be said from the pulpit. Mm. And, you know, of course, you'd have people passing out all over the place. In the, but I think, you know, there's nothing that you said there that makes me think, boy, that's odd, that's out of the ordinary. I think what it is, is I think it's something that we need to hear and we need to say that that's, you know, from the very beginning, God said, I'm going to make man in my image. Right. Male and female, he created them. There is something in the dynamic of our sexuality as male and female. And then there's something even further in the union of that male and female human being that God said, that is the fullest picture of my image. And so Mm -hmm. there is actually a sexual component there because he says when, uh, you know, when a man leaves his father and mother is united to the wife, the two shall become one. Yes. And what is God? He says, I'm father, son, and spirit, but I am one. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe that sexuality is absolutely an, affirmation of the image of god so it's only natural then in the spiritual sense that we want to be affirmed in our sexuality
0: Yeah, have our sexuality enjoyed because it's like uh, you know as little boys don't touch yourself right what are you doing that's bad (laughs) sexuality is bad don't don't right we have very few things about sexuality being okay and and we should really enjoy our sexuality and what Wouldn't you like to be enjoyed on all levels, Mm -hmm. including your sexuality?
1: And the problem is we take that and extrapolate it outside of the boundaries that God has set and think that enjoyment of sexuality should be on our terms. Mm. So I should be able to enjoy my sexuality in whatever way I want to. Yes. And obviously then we get in all kinds of trouble.
0: Right. But I'm still thinking about all the dialogues about sexuality. Pervert. Right. Weirdo. Attic, what's wrong with you? Why are you so sexual? Is that all you think about is sex? Right? I mean, we are shamed as men right, yeah. for being sexual beings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we might be those things. We may be full of testosterone <laughs> and think about sex a lot. It may be true, but it's like if you get in a union and, and your manhood is enjoyed and you're being the provider's enjoyed and being a husband's enjoyed... And your sexuality is too. It's like a whole package of this oneness thing. Mm-hmm. We don't leave part of it out. Oh, that's bad. God made that, but that is bad. Don't do. Right. right? right. It really is part of the whole package. So that's one of my yeah, sides. So, so back to how to deal with temptation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to throw one in here right now, just the one that comes to my mind. I talk to myself and I say, you know what you're doing, don't you? You know what you're doing right now. Because if I'm in a grocery store and somebody came out and they're in their workout clothes and they're all tight and buff and you, and they're standing in front of me and go, "Look how wow, that looks good." Now remember, you can say, "You get one look. Beauty's beauty." I mean, we're not going to lie to ourselves, and go, oh, that's ugly. Right. Right? You can say beauty is beauty, but it's what happens next, right? And that's when I say, okay, you know what you're doing? Move along. You can't stay here. Keep mm-hmm. pushing. You know, you don't need bread down the bread aisle. Right, you have exactly. to go down <laughs> the cereal aisle now, right? I have to talk to myself, right? right? Because the TV show will come on and it'll, they'll be waving at me saying, hi, look at us. You know what I mean? It's like I have to do little, some self-talk in that moment.
1: I spend a lot of time on the uh, foot fungus aisle in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Anyway. So
0: so another thing besides breathe, breathe, breathe is hold, hold, hold. Just hold where you are. Hold, 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 hold. Because the next thing that happens is critical. Hold, hold, hold. Mm-hmm. You can repeat any word. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But we need enough of a repetition to rebalance our system Sure. so we don't fire off the sexual machinery and go off that way. Mm-hmm.
1: And again, those these are just some, they're so simple, but it's just about having these things in your arsenal to be able to employ them when you need them. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to kind of fill up your resource bank yes. so that you can use any one of these tools as you face temptation and as you're dealing with the, the difficulties of repairing a relationship or whatever else. How do you deal with the temptations that are part of that? So
0: I remind myself that I'm really loved mm-hmm. and I'm really well loved. Somehow there's no program um, in in boys about, more, uh, better, uh, new uh, about discontentment with what you have. Right. Right. And so we have to remind ourselves, I'm really loved. Well, I, mm-hmm. I'm loved. Well, I'm, I'm fine because there's some part of us that it's like, who doesn't want a shiny new toy? Mm-hmm. Right. Who who doesn't. I'll tell girl talk. Who doesn't want a new pair of shoes? Who doesn't want a new outfit? Who doesn't want a new look? New and fun. And it's right. And we have to be careful with that.
1: Yeah. Now, I want to I want to tie this to something that I've again, I've heard you say many times over the years. We actually did a, a broadcast on it a long time back. I'm not sure how far back. But I remember the, the first time I heard you say it, and I thought, man, that's... And I've, I've repeated it a thousand times in my head. And this idea, because what I feel like is, is along with this idea of wanting to be loved, is I want, I want deep contentment in my soul. Mm, yes. and, and you had these things that you have said, which is, my God is enough. Yes. My wife is enough. I have enough. And I am content. Mm. And so that's a that's one of those things that you I know, like that thinking about these this resource bank that's or this good. arsenal. Yes. That's one that I've used over and over and over again when I'm feeling that temptation of just discontentment mm. or just you don't have enough or you know what God yes. isn't God doesn't seem to be coming through here. Maybe He's not enough or oh, that's or, good or, or, or maybe he my, got a new car yeah.
0: and a big house and they're taking another trip and they got all the and it's like hey I'm working for God here right I mean there's something in in our flow that wants to say hey this ain't right it ain't right Right, stomp around take care of yourself yeah right and you're saying contentment man it's powerful Mm -hmm. when you can rest well and have contentment
1: and so listeners write this down my God is enough my -hmm. wife is enough Mm -hmm. I have enough and I am content Mm -hmm. and that's a great thing to just kind of repeat in your mind when Mm -hmm. you're feeling that that those feelings of discontent come up Mm mm-hmm so, Stephen, I think we are going to definitely have to break this one into because there's a lot of other great tools and tips and and things that we want to share with you that you can put in your arsenal in your resource bank for kind of how to respond to temptation and just the various things that are going to try to derail you in your ongoing pursuit of purity. So be be looking for that uh, second. Podcast on this to be coming up but if you'd like to just get in touch with this or even better if you'd like to share with us some of your tips the things that you have found that have been helpful for you because hey we're all in this thing together then please send those to my point at com. that's my point at com, and we look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the pure sex radio broadcast Thanks pure sex radio is paid for by be Broken Ministries visit us online at PureSexRadio.com.